welcome. Welcome to another episode of I Quit My Job, where ordinary stories lead to extraordinary inspiration. We're so blessed to have LT. LT is all about food in terms of uh, she creates food content, food events. Uh, she communicates with food. So why don't you like get Get, get us all caught up in what it is that you're currently doing now and then who you are. I just actually finished um, a four-month food series where I would bring different chefs together from different cultures. And it was really cool. And I know that they have that out there, mm-hmm. but I wanted to make a unique experience where it's not only a food tasting, because that's what it was. It's like a three three-course food um, tasting, and a live food demo. Live food demo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So the chef would come in, and we had this beautiful big island. Everyone would sit around the island and learn and watch, and they had their drinks and their wine. Oh, nice. It was such a nice experience. And I I wanted to make it um, unique in the sense of um, having it a small, intimate space. Mm -hmm. Have you had those moments where you had to switch jobs, switch careers um, throughout to get to what you're doing now? Not really, because, um, so I went to Centennial after high school, and I I took a business management course, a program, and that, I did that for a couple years, and then, but at the same time, even when I, I took that in school, I really, really had this this urge, like this yearning to be in the food industry. Oh, wow. I only did the business management course because my mom wanted me to do it. It was like one of those things where she was like, no, it's important. You must do it. Mm-hmm. And is, so is she in the business or something? Like, I think because she um, just wanted a better life because she wasn't able to do that herself. Right, so right. she, I guess maybe learning from her experience because she didn't do it. She was just kind of like guiding me, like, okay, I didn't do it, so you do that. Make sure you do right, that. Right. I did it. I, you know, and but I still had a yearning for for cooking, and I think it was just because of how I grew up. Um, you know, single parent home, and you know, I'd be home, and my mom would tell me to do certain things, like, you know, just like a lot of the kids, you know, take the that chicken out the freezer oh, and whatever. Oh, oh. And then it moved on to her teaching me how to season the chicken and, oh, nice. and do all that nice. stuff. So nice. it moved on to right. you know some some other stuff. Um, I was able to to get into um, work working in the kitchen at Scarborough General, and I did that for a few years. Wow! But you enjoyed that? Uh, no, not really, <laughs> because if you know if you know hospital food is just very basic. Cookies. It's like Jello and pureed like sweet potato or whatever and so I wanted to do something more than that so I I I ended up taking a walk down by Union Station and I saw the Fairmont I always heard about the Fairmont Royal York but oh at that time it was Paramount it was uh um, the Royal York Hotel and I'm like this might be a big thing where maybe they might not accept me, but you know what? I'm going to try anyways. I went in. I asked to speak to the the uh, one of the sous chefs in the kitchen. So he came out, and him and I were talking, and I, I let him know what I wanted to do. I said, 
you know, I've, I've always had food um, ingrained in me. I like, I learned with what my mom taught me and I'm currently working at a hospital, but I want to do something more. Like, so I wanted to know if I could volunteer. So he was like, we don't do that because we're unionized and whatever. And he's like, why don't you just apply? Like, why do you want to volunteer? Right, right, right. So he introduced me to the head chef. I had to go and do an do an interview and a food test. Oh, wow. And I did something that my mom taught me. Mm-hmm. I put, made dumpling soup with yam and all that stuff. <laughs> and I served it. I made it and I served it to a British chef. Like, yeah. it was a chef that never, like, yeah, he's tried dumpling before, but, mm-hmm. like, Caribbean style. Mm-hmm. That's big. That's big up. Big. Yeah, big. yeah. That's huge. Fast forwarding, they called me a couple weeks later. I got the job. What? Yeah, 20 plus years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's where the love of food even like nourished. Yeah. So what was that transition though from like the hospital and then to the hotel? First of all, like when they called and said, we'd like you to work with us at the Fairmont Royal York Hotel. I was like, what? Like I was so excited. I was so happy and I knew that no matter what, I was going to be working at this hotel. So I had to, I just quit. I quit uh, working at at the hospital because I knew that I was moving into something that was a bit better. And this was a big deal. Like they hired me. Like, you know, I had that moment. Yeah. Like every little thing I would observe and watch and, and uh, I just learned like throughout the years, it was a nice little run until I quit that. <laughs> so so how did that go down? How did that like say, hey, I'm quitting? How did that go down? I I <laughs> always had a vision of doing things on my own personally. I was a, well, I am a grinder and a hustler. So it would be from job to job. I would finish the hotel, then I would work at Air Canada Center, then I would leave Air Canada Center. I worked for Adidas, the company. Right. And that's all that it would be. It would be like boom, boom, boom. And the 19th year, like during that time, I, I, I always wanted to do my own personal thing, but I was so busy working, finish 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, get home, tired. So the bottom line is that I never got a chance to do it. So the 19th year, I said, the 20th year, I'm going to quit. I'm just going to quit and I'm going to do my own thing. I'll just put a little bit of money on the side and wherever I go, I go. If I have to eat out of tuna cans, you know, sometimes you got you just have to you take that you risk. Do that. I, yeah. I love that. You take risk. I, I I'll take that risk. I right. I did. Right. And then the 20th year, the day the year I wanted to quit was when the pandemic hit. And then I got along with everyone else, a lot of people that got laid off. So everything I so one of the things I wanted to do was I always wanted to um I wanted to do a book where I could bring cultures together, moms, and and just get them, sit down, talk to them, and hear their culture. Like I was able to to uh, get moms together, get their recipes from back home, put it in a book. I called it Passport to Mom's Kitchen. Oh, sick, 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 sick. Yeah, I I had a book signing. Like it was really, really good. So within that three years, it gave me time to. do what I always wanted to do that I couldn't do because I was going from here, there, there, and right. getting home tired, sleep, wake up. No one's working. This is the time I could take my notes and mm-hmm. and, and I have my quiet time. Mm-hmm. Everything that I wanted to do, I you know, I was able to do it. So now everything started to open up again, and this is where the hotel calls me back, mm-hmm. and they're like, Latanya, um, 
you know, we're starting to open up. The airports are opening. Right. Tourists are coming back in. Right. What's your plan? Like, are you going to come back? Or, you know, they were asking a lot of people that. And they asked me um, what I wanted to do. And I, at that point, I was like, no. If I went back to the hotel again, then I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. Right. So, so, so what happened next? Like, now you wrote this book. Now you, if you're saying no to work, um, yeah. you're just gonna make that that leap of faith. Like now you found a, a little passion. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So so what was yeah. next? Yeah. So after that, it was just like personal, um, private private gigs, private uh, parties. People would see my content. They would reach out. I would make the food and and bring it to their uh, their home or to oh, the okay. place. I would okay. set it up really nicely and. Mm -hmm. So with the book and with the private gigs and, you know, I deliver food. And throughout that time, I, I, I was working somewhere during the pandemic. I had a manager come to me because they had a, a place that was, they were renovating across the street, but nobody knew what, what they were going to turn it into. Was it going to be a butcher shop? Was it going to be, no one knew. Right. Then he told me that um, they decided to turn it into a kitchen boutique. But this kitchen is like actually where you're sitting. So whatever goes on in the kitchen, you could see. Oh, nice. It's like nice. an open concept. Okay, okay. Yeah. And the sales rep asked what I wanted to do. And I said I wasn't sure. And I got home and I, the wheels were turning. And I knew that because I'm, I'm all about bringing people together, culture, like, how cool would it be to bring the chefs that I know or if I'm introduced to some from different countries to just bring them together to make something to show people that have never tried a certain type of food before. I just I just decided that, you know, it would be cool to do that. And, you know, I I, I didn't have a team. Like I, I, I didn't put a team together. So it was just me, myself and I. And I figured, let me try something to see how it works, like a little guinea pig project to right, see, like right. to get the feedback. Did one, did two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. From August to November, I just finished one. Right. And the amount of feedback that I got from it, uh -huh. Zoe, oh my gosh, like, you should have another one. Do it for Valentine's Day. Like, oh, what is same, the next one? I'm so same. sorry I missed it. So I'm just like, listen. I enjoy doing this, mm -hmm. at, but but the difference with this, I didn't cook. I just brought the chefs together. Right. So I got eight chefs that um, were willing to to come out to demonstrate something from their country, right? Uh, or something from their culture. They would come out. They would have a an island kitchen set up for them, and guests would come and sit down they would have a beautiful atmosphere to wait they would have food to eat while the chef is preparing a little bit mm -hmm. there was a live painter that would paint something from that culture all the guests that came i would ask them to come around the island so they would stand around or sit down around the island and they would get that live action from the chef everything being made noise of, of the frying of a particular stirring. yeah oh, of like one particular thing Felt like I felt like I wanted to cry because it was. I looked at the side. I'm see, seeing people laughing and asking questions, and I want to be able to inspire other people that feel that 
they can't move on or you know I, I I have friends that um that they're so talented in certain things hair braiding and and knitting and doing all these things but they don't want to move out of that because they feel like they can't really like okay where am I gonna go with this like right, right. who's gonna buy my stuff who's right, gonna right. like no you can't you can't have those thoughts you can't have those thoughts you can't think that way but you're like a living testament of that mm. you had it in your head but you made it happen and then you had that moment where you actually saw all those years of work and thought and idea all bunched up into one where you know you were choked up it's a great feeling and what I say to those people that there might be they might be scared or they they want to and they're just like they just need that push set a goal set your goals high and don't stop till you get there um this is what it's all about hopefully you got inspired by uh what lt was saying and her plans and her project yeah thank you so much for showing up and thank you out there for showing up and checking this out peace <laughs>